It's Hella Black, motherfucking podcast. We locked in at a new location, but you know, everywhere we go, we make a podcast. This know? ain't really a new location, though. Oh yeah, we recorded we did like before, our huh? like maybe like episode three or four was here. In the dance, so it's not really a new location. Yeah, but it's been a definitely. It's probably been a year since the last time we recorded here. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, but I'm happy we're out here. You know, with our own equipment. Whoever, who would have thought? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've had this equipment for like a year. Nigga, yeah. did it two years too. That's this is. I got this from my cousin White Dave. Shout out White Dave. Y'all go check out his music. Yeah, um, we had to Facetime this nigga to figure this shit out too. So he gave know. me this music like two years ago, and I was trying to start my own studio. This is before I was even doing management work. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I wanted my own studio for. Maybe because I wanted a podcast. Definitely not trying to make my own music. <laughs> I think I wanted a podcast before. This is before I was even fucking with ABC, you and ABC and all that shit. But yeah. shout out White Dave. This shit been in my closet for years, nigga. And now we finally making a shake. Look at these mics, my nigga. They just been sitting in the closet, not getting no use. We had our equipment the whole time too. Yeah, but here, here we are. It's twenty six or twenty seven. I couldn't even tell you, bro. Honestly, I guess I can go look at. Um, excuse me, the last one. Uh, While he's looking, if you've been a you know consistent episode listener. I'm going to say, tap in with our YouTube, because we on YouTube now. Fuck with us. You feel me? Hit that it's subscribe episode button. Episode 27, you know, lock in. SoundCloud, iTunes. Honestly, I need everybody who listened to this episode to give a five-star review on iTunes. You feel me? Like, we really trying to be grassroots in one of the ways. Like, if we had, like, hella reviews and shit, like, independently from being on a company or anything like that, like, that would help us out. So, if you're listening... Give us a five star review on iTunes. You feel me? Take thirty seconds. Tap in we with need our Patreon the for sure, yeah. and we need that Patreon shit because yeah. that'll keep us from fucking sell it out. Because right. without the support <laughs> of people who genuinely want to help us, like think about it. We have these conversations all the time. Like, okay, how can we have the biggest podcast we can possibly have, the biggest platform we could possibly have, without partnering with? Some big corporation Right Like I sent you this shit yesterday Cause somebody Like multiple people Were tagging me In that Instagram post From the Google people Saying like they were looking From, from Google saying That they were looking for Was it Were they saying Looking for podcasters of color Yeah Specifically Diversity yeah. and inclusion Yeah But it's like <laughs> What the fuck do Hella Black look like Partnering with the biggest Tech company in the world like, Especially as we be like Criticizing the fuck me? Out of the tech industry Gentrification like, It just doesn't make area. sense Even if we do take their resources yeah. um, Take their money And their resources It's like there's You know we still Partnering up with some Motherfuckers So it's yeah. just like doesn't make sense so yeah once again having folks that can't afford to be patreons having people that can't take the time to fucking review our shit yeah so that we can continue to stay independent and grassroots is super appreciative yeah and if you're white don't listen to this shit for free and that's no white person should be listen- listening to this for free like period. support period. black people right, bro, reparations even, bitch yeah. and it ain't reparations because we working so <laughs> right like, fuck that you know but you could even like a dollar bro like I know some of my partners just be like donating in the dollar. Really. It all add up. You know? shit. That shit actually rocks. So tap in with our Patreon, patreon.com slash hellblackpod. You get extended episodes too, bro. Like you get to hear us talk for even longer, you know? So tap in, rock with us, you know? Because all these white leftist pod- podcasts be, bro, I don't even want to call them leftists, but they be fucking making hella money, hella patrons and shit. I'm just like, I believe it. Support black people. Because these white people have these mediocre ass takes with some fucking lukewarm ass tea. And that shit is fucking like revolutionary. Like, fuck that. Facts. Tap in. Here we are. Let me see that. Let me see that Patron. Not the ginger ale, my man. You know, ginger ale like medicine. It is. So we got a good episode in store. You feel me? I don't even really like. We was just trying to record, to be honest. <laughs> like, <laughs> bro, I was at the gym when you hit me. It's like, yeah. What's- yeah, uh, f- fortunately, fortunately, like I work from home today. You were, you were off, so it's like it kind of just worked out. And I was hitting you. I'm like, damn, nigga, like we really hadn't put out no content this month. Like that's wild. Yeah. And then, like I feel like literally this was like it worked out because it was this was the only time I think this month that me and you had to record. But then we're also right. going to do LMU. Yeah. So we'll have that. We'll find somebody to get that on camera. But how are we going right. to get the audio for that? Shit. Do we just take we this might down just there? Bring this. Oh, see, boom, rocking. So we will have another another episode up before, before the end of the, the month, month, maybe. At least for if the patrons. Yeah, yeah. Facts. Like right, we finna up, go upload this shit for the patrons. So yeah. 
Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited that we able to get in, do this episode, you know, mobbed over the Guitar Center before this, got an extra, you know, XLR cord, this little three-foot cord, finna go return this shit tomorrow and get a longer one, because I'm over here hunched over, like, <laughs> yeah. I can't even, yeah, I mean, Who I ain't is? gonna fuck Can with you move this back? Nah, it's fine, it's All good, right. I'm just complaining. I was hella skeptical about going to Guitar Center just because I'm not, I'm not tech savvy, like, I know how to get shit done, I can make shit shake when it comes to tech. And this kind of equipment But I just have this fear of, of You don't know how many times Like I've like Purchased things And it was not the right thing Like yeah. Nigga remember when I bought A fucking Mattress that was too big For the bed frame Like I just be having That kind of luck Nigga like Remember the first <laughs> Breakfast program I was just like, <laughs> It's like Bro like I just be having That kind of luck So it pisses me The fuck off So I'm like Okay if you want to go Buy this equipment You can buy it We can go talk to These motherfuckers But I don't want to be the one to purchase it because I don't want my bad luck, whatever you want to call it, to rub yeah. off on it. But I'm super happy that this worked out. I was starting to get frustrated. Luckily enough, you know, you figured the shit out. We got to talk to White Dave. And we I feel like in. there's always a story behind these episodes. It's yeah, just never just, shit like just we went up through. to yeah, record. Like, not even went through, but just the shit we experienced. There's like, always something. Always something like Except for <laughs> maybe when we were doing youth radio. Yeah, youth radio was hella smooth. Like we could just go in there. At least on the tech side, yeah. youth radio was, was smooth. They had an engineer in there, so it was always smooth with that. But there was always one of us rushing to get there or yeah. something happened at work that threw our vibe off and we just That's know. when I'd probably get the most faded because I'd just be coming straight from work. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like fuck. It's hard to go eight hours and then provide this content like this shit. It ain't just that easy, you know, like to just talk and have like, because we, oh, we strive to have sharp political commentary too. There's nothing worse than recording an episode and feeling like you didn't offer any type of value to the conversation Yeah. or any, you know, well, right. at least... I think for us too, like we're both very hypercritical of ourselves. Is, so it's, it's super like, high for us. I'll record an episode and I'll even tell you after I'm like, bro, I don't even know if this was a good one to be honest. And then we'll drop it and people fucking with it. I'm just like, but I feel like that's just my own inner critic that I have to deal with too. Mm -hmm. Like same here. Just owning like, yeah, no, I could, I'm a podcaster. <laughs> but say a lot, nigga, I'm a podcaster, you know, <laughs> yeah. and just be proud of it too. And be like, no, nah, I can do this shit, you know, yeah. but it's. I think everyone, not everyone, but I, th I know a lot of people could probably resonate with what we're saying, at, like with the inner critic and shit, and just feel mm -hmm. like it's not enough, you know, even though what we're doing, like we're really trying to do it, you know? Thanks. So, should we start with Black Joy? Yeah. If it's been an entire month since we did yeah. an episode, there's definitely some. We got at least two. I know I got a good one. I can't <laughs> think of what brought me some. I've been around. Mm. I think. My first one was, uh, you know, being at your house, playing 2K, you know, running the back, winning twice that? in a row that on was, PlayStation. That was like what three, were we celebrating? Three Why are we? That was some. Was that before Wax's birthday? Maybe I'm trying to figure out why we were at my house so late playing 2K. That might have been what was going on. That was Wax's birthday. Yeah, yeah. That was a black joy moment, you know. Yeah. You, beating you at your own house on your own system, nigga. For one, that's not my system. That's my cousin's. I do not own this. It's wild. And I don't want. I, I hate to be that nigga who's hops on the sticks, and when he loses, it's like, well, I don't play this shit. But that's what it is. I do not own a system. I don't. I, I hardly play video games. Yeah. But don't let me start taking that shit serious, cause. And then also, it's I hate niggas like you who pick the best team in the game and act like it's some miracle that. That you had to put some extra work in to win, nigga. Bro, I've been, I've been rocking with the Warriors, man, since Monte Edwards, bro. Whatever. I hate <laughs> niggas like you. I swear I do. I, like I said, man, you did get me, you know. So I, I'm, I'm happy that you got some joy at my expense. I'm a martyr. I've been waiting to say word. this on the podcast. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Damn, nigga, like that's how you know this nigga really asked though. The fact that you, like, I forgot all about that shit. Nigga, move on, nigga. What the fuck? Uh, shit. You for sure serve. You know I ain't mad. What else? You said you had two moments. Shit, brunch was cool. Just over at Yummy House. That shit was that shit was fucking lit. Just hell turned off. You know, these these new kids they be drinking paternity. I don't know somebody. You know, yeah. Apparently it's a, a new style now, paternity or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. So. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Patrine. Um, what was my black choice November? Uh, you know, I went to New York and it was I was talking to one of my friends and I was saying, you know, my, my one of my younger sisters lives there 
and she just had her son. Uh, he's my nephew. He's I think like six, seven weeks old now. Congratulations, man! Yeah, it, it was Rome wild. Yeah, it, it was wild. Um, this is yeah, I have like four sisters maybe, but this is my sister that moved to New York maybe like a year or two ago. Um, it's my first time going to see her out there, and I can remember like we went to we we were meeting at this diner before a meeting that I had. We were meeting at the Apollo Diner in maybe Brooklyn. I don't know where the fuck the shit is. Um, Borough. I don't know, Sam. <laughs> uh, but I, bro, it's wild. You know, me and my sister are super close. We talk all the time. We talk a couple times a week. Yeah. Um, and she had been sending me pictures of my nephew and shit. But when I was, I got to the diner a little bit earlier than her. And when I was waiting for her, bro, it felt like I was meeting a long lost relative. I'm talking like every 30 seconds I was looking up when somebody walked through the door. I had never felt like this before. Yeah. Like, it was wild, bro. That's what's up, man. Yeah, it was. So, when she walked in with my nephew, this is also the first time that she's been out of anywhere outside of the house with him with just herself and the baby and not the father. Right. You know, so it was It was just so much anxiety for both of us for so many different reasons. But when we got to see each other, bro, I felt, I felt so happy. And, like, to have my sister out, you know, away from, from family and friends and out in New York, you mm -hmm. know, living her own life and doing well and being a wonderful mother, um, that shit just brought me so much joy, bro. That's I was so happy, bro. That's yeah. so beautiful. Um, and then also, you know, I have a, my mom's sister stays in Jersey. So oh, after, yeah, after I, I, I took my sister to breakfast that morning, then me and my family, me and my, um, my aunt, my uncle and their two kids, we went to dinner that night. Um, and I was all in one day, bro. It was, it was wild. I, I know me and you talked about, what was this? You know, like acknowledging us living the lives that we've always dreamed of. Right. Like that's something I've always wanted to do is just be able to like be a resource to my family, whichever way I can be, travel the world for work. Yeah. Like to know that I was like in New York on business, but then also Good getting a chance to like lock in with my family, meet yeah. my nephew for the first time. It was was wild. So that's yeah, dope, man. last week brought me a lot of black I remember joy. you always talking about how you wanted to visit your family out there too in Jersey and shit. You know yeah. like maybe a year ago, two years ago. Niggas really couldn't afford to go out there right. for real. So for you for you to be able to do that, bro, that's <laughs> yeah. that's that's beautiful, man. Yeah, I, I was juiced, bro. Happy for you. You know, joy is important, man. I hope everyone is finding some oppa, some some the opportunity and some making some time to have yeah. joyous moments. It's hard to do it when you're always caught up in some day to day shit. Right. Like I was talking to this nigga Kelly, or I think he he tweeted some shit. It was like, I've been surviving so long for so long that it's like now I'm learning how to live. I really enjoy shit. You know what I mean? I don't even know how to do that shit, bro. To keep I'm that's something I struggle with every day. Yeah. And that's what something I'm learning is like. Thinking about everything, like, you know, like when I'm 20, I was like thinking about what I want to do, what I want to be doing, you know, like in my future, you feel me? I'm mm -hmm. like, damn, now I'm reflecting, like I'm in therapy reflecting, and I'm just like, I'm doing every single thing that I said I wanted to be doing right now, but I'm still like very critical of myself for like not enjoying the moment, you know? And then like, I, had, I feel like I had a breakthrough in therapy. I was like, damn, like I really am doing everything I, I said I wanted to be doing and like I need to be happy for it. Like, when you connect that to you know? some form of like conditioning, right? Like you when you grow up in especially for me as someone who grew up fucking poor, right. single parent home, like trying to make shit. I know my, as I can look back at what my mom was going through now as an adult, I'm like, oh, we was just trying to make shit work every day type shit. You know, you get you get accustomed to having to survive and then you throw in being black and all this other shit into the equation, right? Yeah. Um I feel like we just get accustomed to always having this kind of sense of like survival. So when you do make it to a point where you're not in that state anymore, nigga, that's what you, 20 years of that shit is it's going to take a while to kind of work through that or to even try to, some folks can't even put a name to it, you know? Right. So it's something I deal with on a daily basis, bro. It's trying not to, cause I think even through that, you sometimes start to self-sabotage or you start to expect bad things to happen. I know everybody you can identify with that feeling like shit's or going so good used, right you, now. You're so used yeah. to shit happening. You're like, damn, like shit's been cool for a year. Like something like, has I'm gonna go, to, I'm, something going to happen or man, I'm going to do some stupid shit just because I'm used to it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I can relate. You self-sabotage. Like, I've done self-sabotage. You self-sabotage, yeah. It's like being used to trauma or some shit. I don't know. How would I don't you, know if you could be addicted to trauma. Yeah. Ooh, or Damn, I like, felt that. <laughs> because you're so used to it. It's like, it's it's a, it's your mental process. You're like, I'm so used to some shit happening and bouncing back. Something happening, bouncing back, and then when nothing is like everything's going smooth, and you're just like waiting. You're like, something has to happen soon. For so for you know? so many of us, survival has just become the norm. That it's hard to recognize where you're no longer surviving. Excuse me, in that state of survival, like bro, I still check my bank account on a daily basis because there was a point in time where 
that motherfucker was hitting overdraft every, and I know that I'm not gonna get no overdraft situation. I have to be spending recklessly right now to to hit the overdraft situation, right? But I'm still, I be having visions of people coming just taking my money from me. I don't know. It's just like you, I've, you probably can become addicted to trauma, bro, or so traumatized that you don't even know how to recognize, or you're no longer in the traumatic circumstances. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. I, I don't mean I'm not a doctor, but that's like the shit we're describing. I feel like sounds like. Uh, PTSD I don't know Man but it's like Can it really Well yeah that's definitely PTSD Well Because I, there I mean, still I mean, are I, Situations I, that we have That yeah. aren't post I mean like right. You know like The shit is still very prevalent Yeah You know what I'm saying There, So PTSD might be an example Of like I'm not no longer In the financial situation That I still was But I still act like it Like that's for sure PTSD mm -hmm. But there are some shit That's actually happening Right now for most of us That's you know yeah. Traumatic That's why I wanted I, th I forgot who who said it? it was like black people yeah we experience ptsd but it's more like ctsd current traumatic state yeah. like stress disorder because like shit is like as good as we you know yeah can have it there's always you know current shit that can happen at any moment yeah you know facts like but yeah but i'm proud of us man i'm proud of how far we <laughs> how far we done came man we got a show coming up too a live podcast in la like that shit, man, I need to think about, like, two years ago, you know, when we were recording in the Will Studio in West Oakland, like, two years later, it's like, now we, you know, we had the live show in Oakland, now we're doing another live show in uh, L.A. on the 29th, you know, November, pull up, we're gonna post a fire soon. I be having mixed emotions about shit like that. Yeah. Like, I fuck with the fact that we're growing, but then also, I don't want to be one of these niggas that's just, like, I just have so much, I don't know if discernment is what I'm looking for, but, like, I, I connect these type of events to the niggas who be pushing kind of that neoliberal agenda you know what i'm saying like think yeah. about like motherfuckers who be pulling up on campus sometimes and just be like, do they really be that invested into the work that they're doing or is it really just an opportunity to pull up and get the, and get the bag right i, I don't ever want to be that bro like, but are, are you pushing neoliberalism no hell no <laughs> definitely not that's what i'm saying like i think that's why i think it's it's I'm happy for us because it's like, bro, it's very rare to take the revolutionary politics, like taking radical yeah. politics to a campus. Yeah, for the shit that we talking about, like that shit don't happen. You got to be on some Van Jones shit, you know, like talking about, oh yes, we got to come together on two sides, and uh, Trump is very presidential. You know, you got to usually yeah. be on some shit like that to be able to get like recognition from a, a different campus. You know, facts. So like, I think it's important. Yeah, that that's, that know? was something I have been thinking of recently, and also just. Like you said, bro, I never thought that. I, I just never, saying, I just though. never saw myself going to. I never thought my opinion mattered that much. Right. To be honest, you know, like I always knew that I had, you know, to myself, I thought I had like value to offer and shit. But to know that other people also see that value in my, in the way that I see the world is, wow. Like we about to go talk to like some young. There's a student that I worked with who I'm about to see when we get there, bro. Like that's, I don't know, it's full circles. Yeah, it's like it's hella layered. It's not just me pulling up to LMU and. You know, talking, and I hope hopefully we use this as an opportunity to like really build community yeah. with the black students up there. Yeah, I know some of my I got some family down there too. They're probably gonna pull up too. So like, just excited to. So it's like open to there. the public or something. Yeah, I think it's so. on campus though. It's on campus, but it's gonna be open to the public. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. we rocking. So November 29th, if you're trying to see us live, you in LA? I mean, I know we get a lot of plays out there. Come fuck with us. You know, uh, follow us on social media at Hello Black Pod. We're going to post up on there, but follow us right now. Even if you're on the road, you know, have your passenger, follow it, open your IG, <laughs> tap in with us. We 18 minutes in and we just been talking, but I feel like this has been a, a good organic-ass episode already. Like, yeah, I don't really have any anxiety around this episode, yeah. so I fuck with that. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. You happy about that? No. I don't know how I to mean, process Thanksgiving I like, yet. I, I, it's, since I've been... Fully understanding what the holiday means and not from like a colonial standpoint. Yeah, like it's 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 been hard for me to process and hard for me to understand. I know like last year I was on some really like yo fuck Thanksgiving type shit. Right. Then I've also seen points where it's like fam, like shit. Any day that we can just like come together and chill and not have to, you know, I don't mm -hmm. know, not be stressing and shit. But I get it. But at whose expense? Right. Or like you know, like does that mean we just not going to acknowledge what this holiday actually mm -hmm. represents? And I know yeah. black folks tend to have uh, different opinions on this. Like, if I was, if tomorrow I was at the table, right, and I was just like, yo, fuck this white man's holiday, niggas would be like, yo, what, like, we, the, nigga, we over here breaking bread. bread. Like, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, we building right now. There's some, this, 
and this is some black shit in every sense of the word for us, but I can only imagine how I would feel if motherfuckers like this holiday represents Native American genocide, right? Yeah. I can only imagine if niggas was like, if we had a, ho- a holiday that celebrated African the genocide. transatlantic slave trade. Like, I'll be, I'll be sick, bro. Like, right, like this Columbus. I mean, but also people don't know the history. Like that, Columbus, that Columbus, Columbus that nigga owned hell of slaves. <laughs> like slavery was going on at the but same time. When you time. think about Columbus Day, don't you think about when Columbus like first steps, yeah. step foot on on uh, North American soil, right? Yeah, but who do you think built Columbus's ship? Yeah, so that he could fire yeah. or sail over. I said yeah. fire. but that's <laughs> you know. But that's not niggas don't connect it. But you also you also tweeted the other day about how like motherfuckers had you doing. Like pilgrims and Indians, right? When you were in like yeah. elementary school, right. so it's part of that propaganda. Yeah, like it's, propaganda. it's we're we're showing Native Americans on Thanksgiving, right? Like when you think about Columbus Day, you don't see the African slaves and all that. Right. So you know what I'm saying? So that's why it's I've, it symbolizes Native. Americans. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. it's way it symbolizes that Native American that Native American genocide shit way deeper than you know, like the way that you're uh, the way that you're uh, evaluating. Columbus Day is like a lot deeper than anyone has to do for fucking um, Thanksgiving because that shit is right in front of you. Right. Like you'll see the pilgrims in the in the in the natives on shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean that's why I think it's important to remember. You feel me? Like why is why is this day? Uh, why do we have this day off for work? You feel me? I had this shit off like, and I got paid today. But at the expense of who? You feel me? Like we on a lonely land right now. Yeah. So I think it's important to remember, like, all of the lives stolen from genocide and colonialism. You feel me? People want to talk about Columbus and all this shit. Like 1492, Columbus sailed the blue. That shit many as fuck. How we learned that shit in schools. You know, when we literally indoctrinated from a young ass age to like literally think that like Columbus is this great person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like. We gotta recognize the indigenous people, you feel me, and the land that we're on. And also, like, our, I feel like our oppression is bought in, too. You're tied in, at least, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think black and indigenous people, like, our oppression is, like, very, it's different, but similar at the same time, right? Like, we're domestically colonized, we're landless people, you know, on stolen land, and we're forced to build and do all these, you know, yeah. all this shit. I'm trying to find you this fucking tweet that I just saw earlier. It was like, you know, celebrate. Feel free to you know indulge and celebrate Thanksgiving, but also think about the ways in which you can support natives. So I'm like, fuck, I'm trying to find this shit. Wow, see, this is that. Yeah. We ain't really podcasters yet because <laughs> you know niggas be having this shit on deck, and now that shit was like all of these motherfuckers so. have like producers and shit, bro. Nigga, we, we are go- producers, nigga. The fuck? Yeah, we just sent the car before I talk about what are we gonna record. What are we finna talk about? You know. But I really think it's important for black folks and native folks, indigenous folks to build solidarity amongst each other. And like, like we all got to be free. You feel me? For us to all be free. Like we really on stolen land right now. I'm you feel sick. me? I can't find this shit. And um, it just makes me think about like I was tweeting a little bit about the fires. Like for those of y'all don't know, I mean, I hope y'all know about what's going on in California right now. But this shit been sick. Like. Everything been on fire up in the north, uh, northern California, like really northern California, like Chico, Butte County and shit. Shit been on fire in L.A. You hear more about the L.A. fires, even though the shit out here started first because, you know, it was in Malibu and shit. You know, up north, it's mostly like white folks, poor white folks. Um, Not all poor white folks, but there's a lot of more, you know? Yeah. Like, Like, it's not like the black population in Chico and Butte. With the exception of like people who aren't students at the like Butte mm-hmm. Community College in Chico State, I'm sure it's very very small. Very small. Yeah. Like it's a very wide area. Yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah. But I was thinking like I was listening to this native podcast. Um and also I was listening to this nigga Jabril. He was talking about shit on his Instagram story about like why this shit is happening. And basically to just talking about like these fires that are happening is because like California practices fire suppression, right? But like indigenous people before fucking colonizers they What's were doing fire suppression fire su- like fire suppression is the shit or like the shit we have now so mm-hmm. it's like you have fire departments fire starts we're gonna suppress the fire not prevention not no. prevention yeah right okay but um an indigenous culture is like they practice like traditional burning right or like like controlled burns is what we would call them now right um where they would literally have controlled fires every five to ten years right to prevent these big like catastrophic wildfires that we see today 
right? But when you're because motherfuckers don't know how to operate on the land that they're not supposed to be on. <laughs> that's, that's really case, that case in point. Case Hundreds in of point. years later, we, we are not supposed to be here, bro. Like we we're not supposed what to be here. The, the land is telling us get the fuck out. It, like straight up. But like indigenous people, you know, like when the missions was being built and all that shit, mm-hmm. there would be um building. Um, or they would start start fires, right? Mm-hmm. But the colonizers were like, oh, they're they're starting fires, they're sending fire to shit. But they didn't realize that the indigenous people had a very strategic meaning behind starting the fires. So they banned traditional fires, right? So like, like indigenous people used to have indigenous like or traditional fires in order to stop what we see today. It's the catas- catastrophic the ca- yeah. fucking wildfires, biggest wildfire in California history, you know. And you know that shit's still not contained? It's probably as, what? Last time I checked, it was 50% contained. Uh-huh. You know, luckily, we got some rain going on, so hopefully the rain is putting that shit out, you know? But, like, just think about, like, tribes that are still up there. You feel me? I don't know the specific ones, but, like, yeah, you know? It's, I haven't, yeah, we haven't, uh, what, in our, like, 25, 26 years of living, we haven't really been around for any of, the, like, the... The big natural disasters Like we haven't had the earthquakes We haven't had a fire this big But it really got me thinking You know what Life could be like for us out here When a real natural disaster hit Like like something that's As catastrophic as Fucking Katrina right Like you had Think about the folks that The poor folks In uh In these communities That didn't have access to like The proper mask and shit right You know think about it's it just it like some of the conversations that we had it was just wild, but it got me thinking like, "Fuck, like niggas really don't be prepared for shit like this." Right. I mean, luckily for me, when the fire started, the first thing you know, I have asthma. First thing I did was go straight to Ace Hardware because like I can't breathe that shit, so I was yeah. able to buy. I just bought like thirty or thirty or something masks just cause handed some of them out, you know. Yeah. But like, people aren't really thinking about that shit. You know, it's like smoke. All right, oh, smoke out. But, bro, the <laughs> air quality was at like 230, 240. Nigga, at I was still point, rocking. At some point, it was at 300. Yeah. At one That's point, That's fucking yeah, was... like anybody, regardless if you have like a lung disease or anything, is going to feel the effects of it and can, can get sick from it. Like, I had to take off work. That's how bad that shit was, you know? It's wild because I was rocking. Like, you have asthma? I don't have like any respiratory shit. Yeah. Really. Um, but I think like. A lot of people and like won't realize just even all the shit that's in the air right now. You know what I'm saying? That's what's like. What is the what? What role is the rain playing right now? Like, is the rain is this rain that's coming down actually healthy, or is it like just like? So I've heard when I was a some UCSF doctor I saw on Twitter today. Shout out the nigga OG Penn. He retweeted some shit talking about UCSF. Basically, had said that some of the rain has like some like acidic principles in it or whatever or some acid or whatever it's not acid rain but it has some of that shit in it so like it could upset your skin but it's not like hell of bad for you and so it ain't acid bad. rain but it says probably as close as acid rain could get um at least the first rain you know because you if you think about it you have all this shit in the sky rain coming down it's gonna catch it for know? me all this shit was just a wake-up call really so okay, I need to really have some like emergency game plan going on. Especially that like, we we dealing with a situation where we're in California where like earthquakes can happen. And you seen what happened in Katrina, right? When right. fucking when that shit hit and it was really like all hell broke loose. You know what I'm saying? Like it was something that a lot of people hadn't been hadn't been prepared for. Like imagine not having enough water, imagine not having, you know, enough food on deck just because you're not thinking about shit like this. Right. Not being armed cuz motherfuckers white militias was for sure going Smoking. wild yeah. when Christina popped off. You know what I'm saying? So, and we know the Proud Boys are in full effect out here. We've seen it. We've interacted with these motherfuckers. You know what I'm I saying? I mean, California is the home to the most, like, white militia groups and white nationalist groups. Like, so-called progressive California. Mm-hmm. Right? So Democratic us, blue state. Imagine us, like, so in situations with, like, the Chico fires and shit, right? You had people who were, who were displaced and were, like, sleeping in parking lots in, like, their local Walmart. So imagine us, for me, earthquake hitting, boom. And then now we got to be in fucking parking lots and shit. We not armed and white militias coming through. Yeah, fucking. And food right. is a scarcity and water is a scarcity. You think they not? They already. They just needed. They most of them don't need a reason to enact to enact. You feel me? Violence. That'll give them an excuse because martial law would be. You feel me? Especially for us, like bro, we live on a fault line, bro. One yeah. of the biggest fault lines, <laughs> you know, in the fucking country. And 
who is going to be the most victimized from this, right? It's going to be the poor, poor black folks, right? You know? And, um, I think it's important for people to be prepared for. Like, we was talking about, like, shit, we got to have some plans. You know what I'm saying? If some shit pops If off, Earthquake hit right know? now, bro, I definitely don't have a place of, like, a meet-up point with all my family. That's that's ridiculous, bro. Right. And that's something that's... Niggas for sure don't have enough water to last us a couple weeks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's just shit that niggas need to think of. First aid kits. Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah, the homie Jamel, like, she was... T- she always been talking about this, like, um... Earthquake preparedness emergency shit. So I was like, yeah, I need to finally listen. <laughs> like especially after the last fire in Santa Rosa, mm-hmm. I think that's when I bought like a seven day survival pack, you know. And so it's like I have that shit packed in my closet. You feel me? So if some emergency happens, I have a seven day survival pack. You know, I got some <laughs> two hundred rounds of ammunition. Niggas could never be too prepared. You know what I'm saying? You got to be blank. fucking prepared for shit to happen because if if we really look like and study the history of natural disasters. Like black folks have been getting killed, especially if we look at Katrina. You know? Yeah. Like black folks was really being just murdered. Bodies left out for days just for like resources. You know? Yeah. Like when the national like it's gonna take the National Guard a long ass time. Especially with a motherfucker like Trump. <laughs> like this motherfucker don't give a give a fuck about people out here. Yeah. You know? Um, so I think it's really important, you know, for folks to really think about emergency preparedness for yourself for your family and for your community and start beginning to organize things around that you know what i'm saying like especially it's like if you don't have an emergency bag like you gotta like an earthquake bag is great but if you can't protect yourself what good is that earthquake bag and that's just i think the truth that a lot of people don't want to acknowledge like you gotta i think especially as black folks we should definitely learn from what happened uh with katrina bro like look at what was t- man it was and like I guess like the content warning or trigger content or trigger, mm-hmm. content warning like both you look at situations where they put all these folks in this in this was it the Superdome at the time mm-hmm. and bruh a lot of violent shit was happening you looking at rape you looking at killings you know what I'm saying like it was just a lot of shit that was going on in there and I would just we should learn from because that's not I don't think it's necessarily a mistake on our end when you're looking at the systems that allow for this kind of shit to happen um, but that's definitely something that we should take heed of and try not to repeat the same the same shit. It's like not always being a reactionary. Preventing. Even if it doesn't happen, at least we can right. say that if it did, we was prepared, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like this smoke, like when this fire happened, like I feel like I learned from the last fire. Yeah. You know? Because like at least for my work, like I ordered hell of them last time. So we were able that first day the smoke was happening, we were able to give out masks to hell of my students. Mm-hmm. You know? I was like, damn, this is the first time I feel like I've actually been prepared instead of being reactionary mm-hmm. every single time. You know what I'm saying? And what do you know? Like, two days later, all these masks are sold in the Bay. You feel me? Imagine if you're an older, you know, elderly, you feel me? And you don't, you can't have access to a mask or something And like you that. houseless, bro. And you There's so many layers to that shit. It's thinking about, like, shit, where we are right now, West Oakland. Like, environmental pollution is a real thing. Like, the freeway right here. Like, I literally have this fucking, like, I don't know, I think it's called, like, salt or some shit on my window seal. That, like, from the fire? From just the fucking freeway. Damn. From all the exhaust particles. That shit builds up. Like, and it's just, like, I'll show you after this shit. Like, this shit is just dirty. I got to clean it up, you know, once every, like, two or three weeks. That shit will just build up. That's wild. Bro. Right? So, we're in West Oakland, where then you have, like, shit, Bay Bridge right here, too. Think about all the cars that are coming through, right? Then you have East Bay Mud. And you then the you recycling have the recycling center, like a couple. Well, they don't have the one over on um, by Poplar anymore. Right. But they also got the one off third. And then you got the, the port spot. Yeah, Port of Oakland is the second biggest port in the, in the country. Damn. <laughs> so think about all those, all those things. So a lot of like, think about the smoke. Black folks are already experiencing environmental racism at a higher rate than anyone else. So then you add smoke onto it, right? We're already breathing, and then it's a whole other factor. Man, I see. I've seen that tweet where a motherfucker was just like, "Yeah, I got to get up out of here for the week." While this shit is popping off I was so hot bro I was like You can really like People are catching flights These gentrifiers These transplants Techies like Oh smoke is bad I'm gonna go back to the east coast (laughs) Shit is wild bro And again I think But that that speaks to the privilege though You know you think about like The fire in Malibu And shit And like How the There's gonna be like a very This neoliberalism is already here right But there's gonna be a neoliberal Like form of like Disaster prevention And shit like that like Kim and Kanye had a fucking private firefighters outside of their house. 
The guy did not know private firefighters exist. What the fuck? Hey, yo, it was wild because you know, I went to the Rams game on Monday and fucking um, you could have you know we on camera now, so you could have just said past that like, like <laughs> oh past you that But I forgot. I, I went to I the want to you know so like they gonna see up. that shit. I didn't want to fuck you up mid thought you talking nah, and shit. You know it's what all saying? good. Uh, so I went to the Rams <laughs> game or whatever, and it was they had like a bunch of um, they gave away a bunch of free tickets or whatever. And they had like a bunch of folks who were affected by the fire there, and it was wild because at some point uh, Robin Thicke was on screen. And he was talking about how he lost all this shit in the fire, and I was like, man, fuck that nigga. nigga. You got but at the same time, look at though. At, at the same time, I was like, man, fuck that nigga. You know what I'm saying? But then I think also, I don't know if that was me and you were talking to me and Kelly who were talking, and um, I was talking about Marcus. I'm like, you know, he got some shit that can't be replaced, like a lot of like memorabilia, gang balls or whatever. But my point of all this is, it fucking sucks that. You know, when you deal with fighting white supremacy all day, every day, it makes you so disconnected from, like, it makes it hard to empathize with any white person, bro. Like, how am I just, like, fuck this nigga whose whole house got burned out? You know what I'm saying? But it's like, nigga, you know, shit, he, how he how he was able to accumulate all those things were probably a result, not probably, it's like a 99% chance it was of the root of, like, some capitalist white supremacist shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like... I think about this a lot and I I want to as being an empathetic person and being someone who loves deeply and cares deeply right. I want to you know empathize with these people and care about them but how when my these people motherfuckers is the, the exploitation of yeah like you don't even know and my I'm like, my cousin's like tell me like nah like Delincey I'm telling you after seeing how close that shit was to my house I would never wish this on nobody but I'm like fam that nigga probably don't even like you living by him to be honest, like you don't know how this motherfucker feel about black people, but it's just so. He might have called nine one one on your ass the day before. It's just so wild how, um, it's just white supremacy, and this shit sucks so much because it makes you, it takes, it makes you so disconnected from white people. Like I, it's, it's so hard for me to just feel like. Mm-hmm. It's real. You know, it's but so hard. It's hard. Like, it makes it hard for me to empathize with white people in any given any situation. And I've been. I was thinking about the same thing yeah. too. Cause I don't Especially, want nobody to get their fucking shit burnt up, you know. Right. Like, I don't see, know how this motherfucker feel about black people. Fuck this nigga. Like that's really what I'd be thinking. Like, damn, like I'm imp- I'm empathetic with this nigga, but on any given day he would. But if we keep it in the stack, like I, you're onto something, right? Because look at where the fires were, and yeah, Orange County. Orange County is the one of the reddest parts. They have a whole fucking. Like, I've been to Thousand Oaks before. Dude. Like you know, some of the most racist ass people. Live there, yeah. the fire in northern Cal- Northern California. That's Chico, a hey, of, Northern a California, red, real know, deep red hillbilly ass shit. I used up to there. go to school in Humboldt, which is you Ooh, know Northern yeah, California, and they used that, to have man. like, I remember like hearing like the the clan up there was thriving, bro, hella thriving. So it's like, bro, I don't give a fuck about them niggas. I hate to say it, no, I don't hate to say it. Let me stop lying. I, I think we're both empathetic people, things, so we're like, you know, it just sucks. Even if you're a fucking racist, like this is how like people. People think black people like people probably think we're the most like radical like we hate white people and shit and like no nah, we're still empathetic with motherfuckers who are racist and just lost all their shit it, like it sucks but fuck that nigga at the same time <laughs> that's how I be feeling like damn my nigga yeah. house burned down fuck I couldn't imagine like nigga, I've been you're also houses a, before you're also a settler but fuck this white ass nigga but I think it also shows one thing I was also thinking about too is just like Trump's response you know like he has some just ignorant ass shit to say. You know, like oh, I didn't, these, I didn't follow under that to be. I don't. I, I haven't seen. Any, I haven't heard a word that Donald yeah. Trump has said since he's been in office. He would, to yeah. be honest. I don't know. Some shit that came up in my timeline, and uh, he was like, "Oh, these fire, these federal forests, or these these forests are so mismanaged. Like shame on the government, or something like that." Talking mm-hmm. shit. I was like, "Bro, f- first of all, the majority of these fires are in federally managed forests, so that's actually your job, bro." Um, but just showing actually what made me made me think about how. These white rich people actually don't care about like poor white folks either, right? Because these are these are majority, you know, lower middle class or working class white folks living up north. I would say, would be my guess, right? Um, this fire happens, and then you have this, you know, this red area too. So these are Trump's constituents too, yeah. right? People who literally voted for Trump, probably, right? Yeah. If you're looking at the electoral map. And Trump don't even give a fuck. Like, oh, yeah, the first thing he say, you have over a thousand people missing. The first thing you say is like, oh, yeah, we're going to wreck these forests like the Finland, the Finland people do. And, uh, you know, these forests are mismanaged. It's like, bro, you're talking about yourself, bro. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like it's just show 
like poor white people that actually, you know, you all motherfuckers need to stop investing in white supremacy people too. Because at any fucking trying day, to tell ass, like, nigga. any fucking day, you are expendable to this shit too. Because in a capitalist society, class is overall, my nigga. Right. You know, class, nigga. And but. then you when you know in certain situations, it's like okay, once we can't use class as a means to divide and conquer, then we'll start getting into the race shit. Right. But like invest in your whiteness because you ain't like them other niggas. Yeah. But it's like you might be poor, but nigga, you white. You white, like you know, you can still white is right. <laughs> you can walk around doing whatever the fuck you want. And I was like, it made me really think about like just the situation. You feel me? Like what we do with the breakfast program and all the houseless people in Oakland. It's like you have a bunch of houseless white folks now at a Walgreens parking lot. And guess who's trying to evict them? The government trying to evict them off of the, you know, they literally set up a refugee type situation. And they're being evicted out of their houses camps, like, you know. Yeah. So we're seeing the similar things, right? But of course, there's a bunch of you know, people care about this. There's a lot more. Oh, my hearts and prayers, but like, we'll care about this, but we will walk past people in Oakland every day. I think about probably how much money has come out of like a lot of these tech people in the city, you know, in Oakland and shit too, what you mean to money, donate to the like fires. Money has come out of it. Just like oh, donations, like he, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But people will walk past houses, people on their way to work in downtown San Francisco. San Francisco yeah. You know? Like there's a certain compassion there, you know, but it's like at the same time, this government don't give a fuck about your ass either. These, you know, people living in these um, But it's hard to see, now, it's hard to know? understand that when, you again, I guess. they've been able to divide and conquer through race. Like, I feel like not when you see it on TV, right? Think about when the election was popping off. So you see these people who are so caught up in their whiteness that they refuse to acknowledge their class. They refuse to see how they're also women. being exploited by yeah. this white supremacist capitalist patriarchy. Right. Like, like they white refuse, women will literally yeah. like choose their race over their gender in these like elections that just recently just happened. You but know? Be, be the same ones hollering about inequalities and you know equity and shit. Yeah, whatever. All right, sus. That shit wild. It's a wild time, B. You know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. But this is hella black, you feel me? We're going to have conversations about this shit. We're going to talk about it. I want to get a guest I think a lot here, of folks. Bro. Yeah. I mean, now that we got this shit set up, I'm pretty sure there's a way where you can add another channel. We also about to upgrade our, our recording shit. Yeah, we finna get some. I want to get... I seen you and Taylor talking on Twitter. I want to get Taylor on here bad. I mean, honestly, we could... I also still want to get that sex work <laughs> shit too. We should get Raquel on here for sex work. Let's do it too. Because I, I definitely want to. We have so many guests that we can get on here to, for some fire content. Right. I think once we <laughs> figure out all this technology shit too, like there's really no limit that Hello Black has. Because, hey, we're like, the white set that want to come show us this tech shit for the <laughs> F. Uh, what these whites that want to buy some Sennheiser mic- microphones? This do you work with any heavy. white people? Do you, ever, do you ever think about how white folks would feel when they, you know, white coworkers would feel when they hear this shit? I mean, I don't really work with, like... I got a few white coworkers. You know. I don't really work with white people like that. White I mean, people be hella sensitive. They be controlling the university, but I don't, like, really directly. White people are, like... White tears is a real thing. Yeah, it's it, when it comes to, like, any form of, you know, like, people who are at the top of the hierarchy, they're always hella sensitive when they're being critiqued. Like, I think about us as black men. Whenever someone offers a critique about us... Niggas just like fucking lose it and get all defensive and shit. Yeah, so I could I could imagine some of my white colleagues like hearing this and the once see this is how you feel. Yeah, and like once they <laughs> once they hit once they hear something that you know like strikes a nerve, feeling like oh well this nigga's out of pocket. Well it's like if the shoe fits, wear it. Also if the shoe fits, don't wear do it. Some, yeah, like you need to do some fucking work. Don't you put know that fucking stock on. You need to do some fucking work. <laughs> but I often wonder how. Well, most of the we got some white friends who hear this shit. And, you know, they fuck. Up. We got white. We got a lot of white patrons too. P- patrons, patrons. No, nigga. <laughs> we got a lot of white patrons too. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I think there's white folks who fuck with us. You know, and like the shoe don't fit, don't wear it. And if it do fit, think about why I do. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So I think it's always important. Like if something, if you're listening and you're and you're non-black and something strikes your chord on this, listen to it again. That's how I got better at shit, bro. And then listen to it again. And then I think also being able to like handle critiques, you have to have the desire to want to be better. A lot of people don't want to be better, bro. At least they say they do, but then they start you getting know? critiqued and they fucking lose it. Right. And it's like, critique is important, in my opinion. I mean, it's made me better. It's definitely you know? made I'm me better. I'm just like, shit. 
And there's some time I've been in my ego like, nah, fuck that. I don't know what the fuck they were saying. I'm, I'm going to keep it a stack. Like, <laughs> I felt that way before. But I'm like, mm, I really got to think and dive Did deeply. you say that out loud or you just thought it to in yourself? In my head, I yeah, never. That's yeah. I mean, I'm smarter than that. <laughs> <laughs> but I've definitely heard some shit. I'm like, mm, that hurt me a little bit, but it's true. <laughs> right. So, But I ain't going to tell nobody. Like, Whatever. You know, like, I ain't going to be like, nah, nigga. Like, and just be all. Yeah. Nah. I say it to myself. That's keep it to yourself and think about it. And then learn, and then when think you learn about you it, speak. Yeah, they don't, they don't do that, bro. I don't know how these podcasts just be recorded for three hours. I'm That's what I'm saying. This. I'm like, we 45 damn, minutes in. Look, I'm, I'm just tired. like, damn, we've been fucking. You gotta recorded. love to hear yourself talk to do this shit. Yeah. Or that's where I think about the podcasts that have these long episodes because they have guests on there, bro. And then you, we do like imagine if we did our whole little introduction, our whole little spiel, and then you know we da da da. You little, talking the and whole then time. We, Transitions to welcoming a guest, and then the guest does their intro and their spiel, and then you already to the twenty minutes in. That's how you get. <laughs> that's how you get to the the two hour episodes. Yeah, sure. but like that just ain't me. B. I don't know how. At least for myself, like we don't really listen to podcasts. I think the first podcast. I mean, I've started to listen to ours a little bit more, like just to like be critical of what we're saying and shit, or just in even the editing process. Like I've listened to a couple of ours, but I've only listened to probably a few of ours. The last one From we did front to the front to end. The last one we did was the first one that I've ever listened to fully. Episode twenty six. I'm not even lying. I was <laughs> I like, oh, this shit kind of dope. I see why people like it. Yeah. But that was like, oh, okay. I, I I think I get the hella black thing. And I think the only reason why I listen to it is because I'm usually I'm the one editing them. Yeah. So like that's why I'm listening no more. But I was listening to that nigga uh, Logan's podcast. Oh shit, this shit this shit cool. I see why people listen to podcasts. Like yeah. it's informational when he was uh, interviewing uh, Marcus. Yeah. But it's a, it's a cool podcast. Like. Tapping with is it? Let me see what Logan shit Lo- is. the Logan Murdoch podcast, I believe. Let me see what that nigga shit is. Uh, we trying to plug some shit. Well, that's what Hellback is too. Like you feel me? We trying to plug other people who who are doing podcasts, you know. So tapping with his podcast for sure. Logan's you know, podcast. We all can win. We all can eat. Logan Murdoch podcast on SoundCloud. If you L O G A N M U R D O C K podcast. Logan Murdoch podcast. Logan shit fly. His shit gonna take off too. Yeah, nah, his shit cool. His shit's gonna take because that nigga got off. guests. <laughs> yeah, he always got guests. He got some. He got some dope guests too. Yeah, I think we should start really trying to get some guests on this thing. I like how I enjoy though how we uh we built our brand though, basically with no guests. You know. Yeah. Like and I think that's that's cool how we did that too. You know, and then when we start having guests too, like that shit gonna be that shit gonna be lit. Because I know there's for sure. Yo, what up? This is Logan Murdoch. Welcome yeah, to another that was accident. <laughs> oh, I thought you called that nigga. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> Fuck, now that we have this shit set up, like, we can record When we get the portable shit, it's going to be way better. Oh, I'm yeah. trying to figure out how Logan does his shit because Marcus wasn't in Oakland when they did that, I don't think. Or he might have pulled up on him, actually. Yeah. He might have pulled up on him. So he got some I mean, portable shit. Yeah. Fuck, I mean, nigga, my knee hurt. I'm getting too. old. Yeah, bro. I feel you. Even sitting down like this, my shoulder's down already. Right, my fucking knee hurts so bad. I played basketball for two hours today. I don't know how you did that, bro. Bro, 26 is not that fucking old, bro. So, like, why is my body doing this? Nigga, when did you start playing football? What age? When did I stop? Start. 10? When did you stop? 22? 23? 22? So, you played contact sports at a pretty high level. But think about, bro, there's still some niggas. Like, nigga, Kobe played basketball for 20 years. That's basketball, though. Nigga, it's I hard just played basketball body. Body hurt. Yeah but you play nigga, football Nigga you was playing A full hey, contact ass sport Nigga basketball players Play 82 games minimum yeah. I don't wanna hear that shit But like think about The type of contact That football has Versus basketball I don't know man Like why do baseball players Play till they're 40 Baseball Baseball doesn't have Nearly as much contact As basketball has And why do golf players Play till they're 55 Okay we talking about Non-contact sports my nigga <laughs> Basketball is a contact sport Yeah it is It is But you could like You're not Bro you ain't fucking Tackle the motherfucker I know hella but, you know I, mean, I know niggas That play in the league Right now Who 25 26 And they're not even In the prime of their careers I'm just trying to figure out Why my body is doing this bro Like there's no reason My knee should be hurting this bad I was having a back spasm earlier I don't fucking get it bro And it's frustrating as hell Like where the wash club at Tell me how to make it Through this shit Cause 26 is not over Bro I'm 25 I'll be waking up And just like Hopping out of bed Limping Like nigga <laughs> When you take that first step, Like ah God, Like come damn. on bro I was sitting the other day, like just doing work on the couch in the in the resource center, mm-hmm. 
I'm just like walking out. Uh, so like, damn, my sister was like, damn, Blake, what, what the fuck happened to you? I was like, my name contact so sports till I was 23. Like, you know, that shit, that shit is not cool. My shit really killing me for real. Like, and think about if you played longer, bro. Or think about, you know what I'm saying? Like, think about if you went to the league. How how your body would be feeling, bro? I should hurt right now, my fucking knee. <laughs> Fuck. There was something yeah. we didn't talk about. I don't know if we should save it for the extended content. What were we finna talk about? About white bro who got arrowed to death. Oh yeah. What if we do that? What are we gonna do in extended content? We could do that for extended, or we could do it now. I mean, we could begin it now, and then be like, oh, if you want to listen to the rest of this shit, you gotta pay up. Um. Yeah, that was that was wild. I was happy. I was like happy Thanksgiving. You know that white bro who was Can't trying to go I to this. Happy. He was trying to go to this island that is literally you're supposed to stay the fuck away from. There's a tribe do, that has not been touched. How do they do that? Like how do like because you know white folks do what they want when they want to. So I'm trying to figure out how they've been able to survive this long without being infiltrated by white folks. Colonized, um, not infiltrated. Colonized by white folks. I think it's because like the the Indian government has been protecting them. Where what island is like? Where is the island located? It's like in the Indian Ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, pretty sure it's in the Indian Ocean. I forget what the island is called. They arrowed that nigga. They they killed that motherfucker for trying to pull up. I, like, like I wonder how long he was on land before the first arrow hit. Like did he step off the the boat and get whacked, or was it? I like, don't know, man. They yeah, they probably, probably had to hang. Niggas don't speak English. Bop, nigga, you done yeah, for. Like, nigga. I don't know. Nigga, that nigga was trying to hear none of that shit. Uh, <laughs> that nigga was trying to hear none of that shit. It's really just in time for Thanksgiving though. Like man, like this is yeah. They and you know what's wild I remember you was like Nigga like You said earlier Like this is literally How colonization starts Like they send a missionary Cause bro At least he claimed He was a missionary right mm-hmm. And that's Like you said That's how it starts Bring diseases Right Think about all the Fucking missions in California That like wiped out A native Native pop, You know Population pop, uh, Populations mm-hmm. Right Like that's exactly How it starts Oh I'm gonna spread The good word of God And your diseases And your whiteness Niggas be spreading God in the flu. <laughs> Fuck. Niggas be spreading God Got in it. the flu and measles. Right. And just even from how, like, that motherfucker washed up to shore, he might have spread widowly diseases just by his body washing up to shore. Like, the common cold to a motherfucker ain't never been exposed. The common white cold to a motherfucker ain't never been exposed to no shit like that. Right. Life threatening. I mean, whiteness is a disease and it's been proven. You know? Mm-hmm. But I think one thing, are we on the extended episode right now? Alright, if you want to tap into the rest of this shit, you know, tap into our Patreon, patreon.com slash hellblackpod. We Shout out to the folks talking about that aren't patrons. We still got mad love for y'all. I want to appreciate y'all for listening to episode 27. Yeah. You know, um, shout out to all my beautiful black people out there. And I just want to take the time to say, black trans lives matter. Uh, yes, Lord. Peace and love to all black people. If you ain't rocking with black trans queer folks, I don't want to say something foul. Yeah, shout out to all the black trans and queer folks out there. Shout out to all the black women. Uh, shout out to all the people that's out here fighting for this liberation. Hella black. You know what I'm talking about? I'm just retweeting everything that nigga just said. You know, <laughs> I can't say anything else on that. But like us on SoundCloud, tapping with our iTunes, subscribe on YouTube. You feel me? We need to get our subscribers up. So rock with us. If you're rocking with us, you feel me? Like it on SoundCloud, tapping on iTunes. We on Google Play too, apparently. Spotify still ain't fucking with us. I thought after this Playboy article, they tap in, but they ain't rocking with us. But fuck all these whatever, niggas. nigga. We still rocking. So now we in the Patreon. Talking about that motherfucker who pulled up 